Gaza, when beyond the norm becomes the norm. Directed and produced by Aliyah Rayan and Allah Barbuti. This is a slightly different journey that will take you to the Gaza Strip. A territory that is 41 kilometers long from 6 to 12 kilometers wide. On the Mediterranean Sea, a coastal city. A city that everyone knows from the news. Gaza is not a place that is easy to discover. Sealed since 2007, where only employees of international organizations enter for short-term visits that look like expeditions to a no-man's land. The first and last time I was in Gaza was in the early 90s, when it was still somehow possible for us to travel there. Today, if we as Palestinian artists want to meet, talk or work beyond borderlines drawn around us, we have to choose a digital way. Getting a permit to enter Gaza is nearly impossible. Creating this episode reflects our reality in digitally being together as a people. A production of Palestinian artists, musicians and writers across multiple places and countries. We were sending questions to each other and recorded them wherever we were at that specific moment, continuing a conversation in our heads. Questions around what it means to be an artist and Reza, how we work despite the challenges, how we explain that and what we connect with place. It's a collection of thoughts gathered around our experience of a joint group exhibition that was presented in Reza in November 2021. The following voices of Rehav Badniji, Salman Nawati and Mahmoud Al-Sha'ir capture a glimpse of being despite all odds. Salman Nawati. I'm Salman Al Nawati. بستمد إلهامي من حياتي اليومية من كم الأحداث والمواقف اللي بتعرض لها. I draw my inspiration from my daily life from the number of events and situations I'm exposed to. تفاصيل تتمحور. All my ideas starts with things and details that revolve around my personal life. مشاريع الفنية بتكون ترجمة وتجسيد هاي الأفكار. And my artistic projects are translation and kind of embodiment of ideas that relate in one way or the other to my personal beliefs, experiences and relationships that surrounds me.
be an artist um, means to be everything and nothing at the same time. فن بخليك تحس انه انت اهم شيء في الكون في لحظات معينه art makes you feel that you are in certain situations with certain people the most important thing in the universe and in other moments you feel that you are nothing and everything you did doesn't count for these people or to you or to the place in which you were born مكان اللي انت مولود فيه او اللحظه it is a contradictory feeling you are everything and nothing شعور النقيض في نفس اللحظه It is difficult to live only as an artist. It is not possible until after a period of fame and experience enough the sufficient credibility to allow him to live in a secure his daily life. It is not easy to be a Palestinian and an artist at the same time because that involves a double responsibility. The responsibility towards your artistic being and the responsibility you have towards the cause, your people. You carry this burden wherever you are, wherever you live, inside or outside Palestine. But this is another topic and a long topic which needs much more time to explain that would include details and a lot of different experiences from others. And in a nutshell, that's it. أنا اسمي رهاف البطنيجي مصورة من غزة بشتغل بالتصوير من أكثر من عشر سنوات. My name is Rehaf Abadnijji, a photographer from Gaza. 
I have been involved in photography for more than 10 years. My last experience at Geographies of a Divine Place group exhibition was in painting. It was the first time to share my paintings. Painting has always been my way of expressing my feelings privately, although sometimes it has been a way of teaching myself and practicing patience. These sketches were made during the last attack on Gaza when I had no other choice. The black pencil and my notebook were the only way I could translate the sounds, the fear, the thoughts I had into sketches. Later, I discovered that they resemble the thoughts and realities of families who have lost their children or parents. This was my first attempt to share my paintings with others, and it will not be my last. Usually painting was an escape, but this time it was a way to heal from everything around me. During the attack, you are no longer in control of anything. Even the thing you own, even your own body, now belongs to the occupation and the violence. One thing that bothered me a lot is that even when you sleep, your ears are still on. So I think all these sounds were translated in my sketches into something more traceable. 
The influence of the location gives us sometimes power to produce and pushes your determination. This has to do with how we dissociate ourselves or how we decide to read reality in our way and get the work we need done. I imagine Gaza as a burning place, 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 place. Under normal circumstances, it's not easy for any artist in the world to be in this place that is always on a hot stove top. Each has to cool a little bit to be eatable, but we, we are here on a hot plate all the time. I think I found my own way of dealing with living in this somewhat difficult area. My inspiration of projects comes from observing because most of the projects I work on are in public areas and spaces. So it's like studying the shape of these spaces or the changes that occur in them. Sometimes the projects are like research. It starts in one place and then ends up in a completely different place. It takes other contexts and combinations sometimes. It is built from only one scene and the entire project is completed in one hour. Sometimes the project takes more than seven or eight months, but I've been working on my last project, for example, for seven years. This is how my projects are done. My limitation working is the tools I need are always available to some extent. Most importantly, the photo must be printed at the end so that it becomes available to people just as it was when it was taken. This aspect is very weak in Gaza and does not receive attention it needs. Most of our photos that I print, I print to work on them in a collage style and the quality of the printed photos are not very good. شيء ملهم في الدنيا بالنسبه لي 
الشارع بحب الشارع بحب أكون بدون ما أقرر أنه أنا بدي أعمل بالنسبة لي إيش يعني أكون فنان بصراحة As for the question what does it mean to be an artist to be honest I do not have a specific answer to this question because I'm not an artist by chance and also I do not intend to be an artist I choose the picture because it is the only window through which I view the world. It is the window through which the world looks out on me. This is important because it shapes the reality around me more specifically. Makes it always available in some way and gives it some meaning. يعني إذا أنا بدي أفكر في الأشياء اللي بتلهمني كفنان وشو بيعني كوني فنان بمكان مثل غزة فأنا بتخيل إنه اللي بيلهمني من من البداية هو شكل الأزمة اللي بتقع علي كإنسان داخل خطاء what it means to be an artist in a place like Gaza. I have to start with the pressure and the feeling of being stuck as a human being and the point of finding my way to deal with a situation that involves conflict, rupture and loss, and above all, annexation. 
There is also a determination that drives and inspires me, the determination to stand up against this fundamental oppression and live in spite of the siege, as Majdan Atil once described it, my friend and colleague. An art project begins with a text. I'm a writer, and so I define my creativity through the text that is produced. This kind of creative production reflects what makes us a human being, what is on our positive side, and emphasizing that we exist. We face many restrictions and challenges as artists living in Gaza. The occupation and siege create, if I may say so, a kind of endless circle of oppression affecting all areas of your life. It starts within your own four walls, goes to your family, enters society, and goes up to the government. It mirrors in the travel ban and the lack of education opportunities that restrict your development and growth, and it prevents you from exploring beyond an imprisoned place. Thinking about the restrictions on Gaza for an artist is not something you like to do. I don't want to do it because it makes me think about the points that hinder me in my life as artist. When we talk about the situation, we talk about continuous restrictions and not about inspiration. So it's kind of the opposite of what we should talk about or think about as artists. So, if you're an artist, you need to ignore these limitations in order to continue and to survive. If you reflect too much on it, you lose yourself. Collaborating with other artists gave me a different perspective in this time and situation. Witnessing the creative process of others, being part of their development, discussion and production process left a mark and enriched me. For the first time, I had the feeling that I was part of something that was realized for your own society, and not under the limelight of an international NGO. This was a precious moment shared with the others, finally hearing our voices raised.
Gaza, when beyond the norm becomes the norm. Featuring Rehaf Badniji, Salman Nawati, and Mahmoud Al Shaer. Directed and produced by Aliyah Rayan and Allah Barghuti. Co-produced by Norient and the Goethe Institute. and Kemal Jafari, and welcome to this bonus talk on Gaza Time Zone episode. Alia is an art critic, writer, educator, and creator, and has worked in Berlin, Beirut, New York, Amman, and Ramallah. That was as well topic of her PhD thesis. Alia created together with Muna Kregru the art educational program after the turn, which formed the base for this episode on time zones that she produced together with Ala Barghouti. Kamel Jafari is a Palestinian artist, film director, and producer who is currently residing in Berlin, Germany. His work has been shown worldwide at film festivals and the museums. He was one of the mentors of After the Turn project who supported young art practitioners and art students in Gaza with a process of learning, agency, and reflection through a practice-led learning cycle. In this episode, we will talk about what it means to work as Palestinian artists beyond borders trying to cooperate. What do space and place mean to Palestinian artists? We'll also talk about your experience working on the After the Turn Beyond the Canon project. We shall be elaborating together with me, Rania Namra, on how you received this initiative on building a community of artists despite the challenging situation and the exceptional conditions of a place like Gaza. We'll dive into issues of representation, diversity, and inclusion while experimenting virtual platforms as potential free art spaces. So we are all sitting in different places right now, talking to each other over Zoom. I'm a journalist from Gaza, hosting this bonus track from Cairo. So how did you realize the episode, Alia? And what was the driving incentive behind After the Turn Beyond the Canon project? Yes, uh, thank you, Rania. Um, well, as you said, like uh, the process for realizing the episode was very much dominated by the fact that we had to realize every day by day that our situation is always changing. We are, we are moving from different places, so it was very difficult. Um, for us to keep track uh, with the artists on a daily basis, as I said, and um, also to, to realize in which kind of life or living situations we are, all different in different living situations. Because like I'm right now, I was jumping between Berlin and Ramallah and in that time and uh, most of the artists who are based in Gaza had then suddenly opportunities to jump to different places for residencies. And due to the fact that this uh, is, um, is not a usually way of procedure of just going to an airport and then travel by ease, uh, it means a lot of pressure, a lot of challenges. So it was not easy at all to, to pick it up from there. 
Yeah, but um, I think this is also part of the whole way of how we have to deal with our situation as Palestinians um, uh, if we want to work with each other. So in that sense, the episode is really kind of um, reflecting or presenting the situation we are in. So, I mean, it was also the whole idea why we did it, um, why we did this uh, program on uh, Beyond the Canon and why we wanted to, from the beginning, to engage uh, Palestinian artists and filmmakers and uh, academics from all over different places to uh, be able to come together and to exchange and, and talk and uh, create a space where we can meet despite the fact that we are in different places. So that's actually how we started to approach you as well, Kamal. If I just jump now into our conversation to... Um, how we approached you as well and to, to get you for one of the sessions when we discussed, uh, when we wanted to discuss with them the moving images. And even in that program, it was always, was a challenge from the beginning how to recreate this kind of intimate atmosphere, although we are in different places. But I think, I don't know if I can uh, ask you now directly also, I think we created that somehow it, it happened, although we are in different places, somehow we, I felt in a way we built it a space where we can talk as if we are in the same room. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the, the I mean, it happened when, when, uh, in fact, uh, the time where, uh, you know, in the midst of the pandemic, so everybody was making Zoom meetings, Zoom work, Zoom culture. Uh. Um, <laughs> and, but, uh, in fact, the, this uh, method of working uh, w wasn't new for the people of Gaza because they are under siege. Um, so I, I remember actually a couple of years ago, uh, we did um, um, a mini workshop with uh, artists in Gaza and we had to do it uh, via Zoom because we couldn't go to Gaza. Nobody can go to Gaza and the people of Gaza cannot travel. So um, what was in fact... Uh, um, new to the world, uh, not being able to meet and communicate properly face-to-face -face, uh, has been in Gaza for the last 20 years. So, um, yeah, I think for, for the people of Gaza, um, it was something normal that they just, you know, continue doing what they were doing before. Yeah, exactly. uh, Before the pandemic. Uh, let me weigh in here, because um, as you said, technology has not only changed the world transmission of knowledge, but in many ways it helped many of the Gazans, especially the younger generation, to report their voices out with there to the world. So can you tell us more about what was it like for you to teach over these digital platforms, how you kept contact with the group, and what it meant for you to be not in one place? So... Um... Communicating with with the, the participants from Gaza wasn't really as as smooth as we uh, you know uh, we wanted because sometimes there was some internet uh, connection problems related to the conditions they live in. Um, so apart from having a um, beside having a plan, you know what what to do, what to discuss, what what uh, to read we had very often to somehow adapt ourselves to, to the, the current situation we, we are in. Um, so for me, it was, um, you know, from my side, I, I uh, wanted to share my experience 
practicing as a, as a filmmaker artist and um, basically uh, doing our best to create an atmosphere of a class, of, of an encounter where I can share uh, my experience and at the same time have this give and take relationship with them that they can share theirs. And, and uh, within this process uh, to, you know, to be inspired, to uh, have ideas and to develop um, ideas um, in making uh, certain exercises, whether uh, in writing, in sound or, or video. Um, so all in all, it, it, you know, it, it becomes, in fact, uh, almost natural to work this way because there's no other way to do it. Also, like, uh, you know, as you just said, like, it's a kind of situation where you feel there are four, that they, they have a different position in this kind of setup with a digital communication and living, living the extreme, I would say, because uh, when it was, uh, as you just said, for the rest of the world, a standhold on the, like, the kind of situation <laughs> as if we are frozen and we cannot move. This is uh, the daily comment for for uh, for our friends in Gaza. And um, <clears throat> so you felt that there was, I, I felt even in that situation, it was a giving and uh, from both sides also, because, you know, there was, there was a real a mutual exchange in this uh, sessions. Although, you know, when you came in and you gave your experience, you, you sh there was a sharing in a way also. I, I, I got an impression yeah. in that time um, of, of experiences yeah. in, in, in this way. So, yeah, because at the end of the day, also kind of it, it uh, teaches all of us again to live also in the moment and to to be able to react in the moment and to be able to adjust, as you said, in the yeah. moment. I mean, the, the limitation itself, sometimes it can uh, be in favor of, of uh, um, mm. an artistic, yeah. artistic creation. Yeah, that's um, exactly, sorry to interrupt you here, but that's exactly also what Mahmoud in his... Uh, in his talk was saying that somehow this being uh, restricted gives you the possibility also to create something out of the need to. So, and, and then you are kind of concentrated on something. Exactly. And um, um, yeah, surely, I mean, it's not a condition that you want. Uh, I mean, of course uh, it would have been uh, much better uh, to meet in person for us mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, even to visit uh, yeah. Uh, as a Gaza um, that I, I, I visited, you know, uh, last time, 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. And we all lost contact with each other in a way, you know. I mean, uh, this is something that uh, I think the world has to know about. And we have to insist in informing and in reporting to the world that this is not something acceptable, mm -hmm. that one people has, which lives under occupation, has also to live under siege accepted by the entire world. So um, this uh, eruption in our, uh, you know, uh, life as a society, as a whole, it doesn't only affect the people. I mean, of course, people of Gaza are much more affected because they are going through it. But also uh, the rest of us uh, Palestinians living uh, outside of Gaza, whether in Palestine or in, 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 uh, in exile abroad, um, We are also prevented uh, from um, visiting Gaza and meeting uh, friends or family members. Um, so this condition of making a workshop is just a you know small detail mm -hmm. within the the endless uh, difficulties and suffering of people. 
um, in, in, in Gaza. So uh, how do you work? I mean, for me, it has been always a question, okay, how, how do you create art and make films or write um, when you are in this condition that you are, you are faced daily with difficulties um, and, and having to deal with so many issues only to survive? I mean, artists living in Germany, they are struggling because they are artists and it's difficult to make art. Imagine that you have to live under siege as well. So uh, I think this is something very, very important to understand that the conditions we are working in, they are uh, inhumane and they need to stop. Yeah, I think you just um, tapped on a very strong point here. You said that necessity is the mother of invention. And this is the situation for many Gazans who live in there. They have to deal with everyday uh, challenges, but it must be um, very particular for artists uh, who want to share their work and um, send many messages to the world from this, you know, v- uh, this place that has so many uh, special conditions and many uncertainties. So how would you define um, the, the factual situation and how, uh, w- what is the factual situation like for artists uh, in Gaza? Um, on the ground, it means like uh, literally that, I mean, like all your different steps in the process of creativity and production is, is, is an ongoing interrupt. It gives you also, it can, can give you also a kind of empowerment when you overcome this obstacle. So it is always this kind of back and forward. But as we said from the beginning, you need to be very carefully not romanticizing it and to, to see the, the, the not accepting situation they are living in or how the feeling was. Um, uh, when the exhibition was opened. Uh, I just want to share that uh, I was trying to follow it up and then in the evening after the exhibition was more or less finished, I got a phone call from them, from uh, Mahmoud and Salman and uh, the enthusiasm came really through the voice and it was amazing to hear that, uh, that something happened and it was different and that uh, it was something which spoke from within the society and artists uh, were able to talk to their society in a very reflective way. So it was a strong work and we really hope to bring it um, to bring it to different places. So that's what we are working on now. We are trying to bring it uh, not only to Ramallah, of course, because at least to, to show it to other Palestinians over there, but also we would like to bring it to Berlin uh, to give it a bigger um, audience do you uh, do you have anything additional you want to share uh with us or less comments so one big difference um one big difference uh, of our episode from Gaza when you compare it to the other episodes uh, from the other interesting great places is that we are i think the only one who are not able now to meet and and i cannot uh, stress this more than I already did, but I need to make it another time because uh, we are actually the only group who have to make this uh, conversation, the bonus track over online, as well as all the um, the recordings and as well as the production itself, because I'm sitting, you know, I was, I'm now outside Palestine and in Ramallah, the, my, my colleague, Ala Barouti, who is editing the piece, 
uh, sits there. So even we cannot be right now in the same room to edit uh, the episode. So it is very uh, complicated to, to realize um, a podcast on these kind of circumstances. And uh, But at the same time, I think it will make it also very special because it is so different. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the subjects that the, the participants were dealing with, they were, um, you know, at times surprising because um, if, um, just as an example, uh, one of the participants, uh, Rihat Batniji, um, goes to the streets of Gaza and, and uh, film um, the makers of the, the shatta, you know, the spicy... Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, paste mm -hmm. which Gaza is very famous for I mean this this just uh, making uh, you know photos and and um, and videos of, of this process of this this very simple daily process uh, in the conditions they live in has a, a, a totally different meaning uh, if someone does the same in a place which is not under siege and under occupation um, this sense of, um, you know, poetic dimension to any uh, aspects of daily life, I think, uh, in, the, in the situation of Gazans is very, uh, very, um, yeah, very clear and uh, important in, in the exhibit and in the works that they created. Absolutely. Um, thank you to you both, Ali and Kemal, for sharing these insightful thoughts and reflections. It's a pleasure to have you in this episode. This is such an inspiring project and good luck in your future projects. This was the bonus track to the Gaza Time Zone episode co-produced by Norient and the Gauthier Institute. <laughs> Bonus talk.